Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. A happy hour. You guys want a happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for junk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Friday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Rico hanging out with you guys as usual. What's up, Rico? Killer. How's the How's the week been? So far, so good. Big Red Brunch yesterday week. was good. It was delicious. I, I The content was also good. The conversations oh, were great. Yeah, I guess that was the thing, too. My goodness, Rico. What do you know? What are Nothing. you going to do with Not it? much. Uh, anyway, 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Hammond Text Line are both open for you guys. The entire show today as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 as well. Okay, so we got a full show today. Going to definitely preview. What are, you, what are you eating, Rico? What are you? I had like four Skittles in my hand. I wanted to finish them off before they started melting. <laughs> okay, so anyway. So you keep talking. That's fine. I just see you leaning back. And I'm like, why are we not engaged in the program right now? We are. I'm but listening. now but now I know why. It's because you don't want the sound to come over the microphone. And I think a lot of us can appreciate that. I uh, got a loaded load show for you today. We're going to talk Husker football versus Purdue uh, tomorrow, obviously. We're going to talk a little Husker volleyball as they prepare for their match against Maryland this evening. Um, we are going to also have weekend picks, as yes. we usually do. Austin is out, but he has sent me his weekend picks. As he Strick does. will join us on the stream, I would assume, for the crossover uh, as we get ready for On the Block. So once again, myself, I'll be filling in for Austin on the block today. You know that means two we to can't four. play music, right? And we kind of need the music. It's Strick's fault. Should I just tell Strick not to join? Tell him just to send his picks. Send his picks? Yeah. Or I can even ask him his picks just in the first segment of you could do that the, on the block. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do that. Cause we, need got, we, we need the music. I need it. We, we have been accustomed to the music yeah. and then we didn't have the music last week. Was, I felt, and off. it was, it was very, very disgusting weekend picks still unsponsored. Yep. Still unsponsored. But once again, four, zero, two, four, six, four, five, six, eight, five. Uh, we'll also be uh, talking to Zach Carpenter of inside Nebraska here at one 30, uh, just to preview Nebraska versus Purdue as well. All right. 
I want to talk about this uh, first off because this is a really interesting statistic that I enjoy to like follow, enjoy following uh, when it's the college football season. And if people were listening yesterday a little bit, they know what this is. Stop rate. You are a big stop rate guy. All right. So stop rate. And, and because it feels like one of the more, I don't know, in terms of defense, like we get so enamored by this, like the rush defense numbers and the past defense numbers, mm-hmm. um, as well as like sacks and, and total yards allowed and stuff. I feel like stop rates better because you can get the, the yardage can be skewed, you know, by yeah. end game, whatever happens or, you know, uh, some big plays here and there, but stop rate really that's like that's what a defense should hang their hat on because it's how many At times, times you stopping yeah. how many times you stopping offense like maybe you're giving up you know to you know something that we were looking up earlier today you know the the 97 defense yeah. and then the offense maybe you're giving up 200 yards passing but you're not giving up a lot of touchdowns you're not the yeah. the, the the drives that those teams have you know a lot of passing yards on they're ending not with touchdowns maybe with field goals maybe not even with field goals they're they're turning the ball over or just uh, turning it over on downs. Well, we've seen it multiple times where Nebraska's defense has been kind of pushed up against a wall and either taken the small victory of forcing a field goal attempt or even at times getting bailed out and helped out, uh, maybe helped out's the better word for it, helped out with with penalties on the opponent to then push them back out of field goal range. But uh, Nebraska, for the most part, we, we've talked about it, hasn't done a a, a bad job of, not allowing compounding big plays mm-hmm. uh, and, and stuff like that. So Nebraska, Nebraska's defense, right? Where does, where did they rank in terms of stop rate? And I wanted to get Rico's thoughts because yesterday I was kind of having the conversation with myself, but now that Rico's here, I definitely want to get his thoughts on a couple of teams because. Oh, you care about my thoughts. I, yeah. Of course, of course. But I, I want to get them on a couple of teams because here's what's crazy is when you're in the big 10 conference, um, there's kind of this expectation that you're going to be able to, that you should be able to run the ball well and then play good defense in the big 10 conference. How about this Rico five of the top eight teams Mm -hmm. in terms of stop rate are big 10 programs, right? I mean, that makes sense. Michigan, Michigan is number one and we'll get into the numbers. Michigan is number one. Penn state is number two. Ohio state is three. And then you have, a Pac-12 school in UCLA, Duke, Georgia, and then Iowa and Wisconsin at seven and eight. So a part of like listening to the teams that you're listing off and knowing a little bit about stop rate, I feel like we've got to throw in the caveat of, and I know we do this with every statistic, but the caveat of who they've played. Yeah. Because Michigan, their stop rate's going to be very high because they're playing teams that are Far below them. Like you're yeah. one of the best teams in the nation. So a lot of teams are below you, but a lot of the teams that they have played or have been on their schedule so far early in this season, halfway through the season, have been far below Michigan standards. And also, yeah, Big Ten offenses, especially the Big Ten West and certain schools in the Big Ten East, not the greatest. So the mm-hmm. stop rate's gonna be a little bit higher. But even then, again, it's still a very good statistic because it's it's showing, you know. What you're doing, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Well, and, and so we got asked on the text line once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln hotline, and the starter Heyman text line, what is stop rate? And so this is something that, you, I mean, the at the Athletic and uh, and Max Olsen actually released these rankings every single week. 
Um, but what is stop rate? So uh, the athletics definition of it is the percentage of a defensive's drives that end in either a punt, a turnover, or a turnover on downs. So once again, the the, uh, the the drive ends in a punt, a turnover, or a turnover on downs, right? Which, as Rico just said, is kind of like what your main goal is. Mm-hmm. Just get off the field without allowing points. So Michigan, and some of these numbers are just kind of mind-boggling at how good they are. And yes, while Michigan may be playing a, a cupcake schedule, now we're seeing enough, I think, once again, like what we say about Nebraska's defense is that it's been consistent over seven games of 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 film where now we can say the same thing is like Michigan's defense although it's against maybe some lesser opponents like they've now put together consistent showings through seven or eight games Mm -hmm. and so Michigan for example through eight games for the Wolverines and it's it's crazy when you think about this because the pressure that it takes off of your offense is astronomical just to know that you have a defense that's not going to be allowing points means that even if you you can take a a few more chances yeah just because you know your defense is going to shut down or or force a turnover on the other on the other team's offense and it allows you to maybe not have to rush things as much because you Mm -hmm. know look they're not going to score they're gonna they're gonna max out at what seven ten points so we can take a couple more chances we don't have to you know rush to score the ball at some point to gain momentum yeah. to do whatever because look our defense is going to step up they're going to step up to the occasion they're not going to they're they're not going to uh bow they're going to stand up straight and and hit this offense in the mouth so here's the thing so through 81 drives that Michigan's defense has been on the field they have forced either a punt a turnover or a turnover on downs on 89% of their defensive drives They're allowing 0.58 points per drive. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I mean, that's that, that, that ridiculous. is ridiculous. Big Bird makes a good point, though. Michigan stop rate should be quite high with their sign stealing. Hey, hey, and, <laughs> and I, I, if you were like me, you giggled at the whole sign about how TCU knew that they were stealing signs, mm-hmm. so they used dummy signals, and TCU ended up beating the brakes off of Michigan in the uh, CFP semis last year. But nonetheless, Michigan, though, 89% of their drives on defense have resulted in a punt, a turnover, or a turnover on downs. That's crazy. So then you go down lower, all right? So the next highest is Penn State, another Big East opponent. Through seven, through six games and 71 drives on defense, Penn State has forced a, a punt, a turnover, or a turnover on downs on 84.5% of their drives. Ohio State is next. Through 68 drives, they forced a punt, a turnover, or a turnover on downs on 83% of their drive. You're talking about three Big Ten schools there in the same division forcing or defenses getting off the field without allowing points more than 80% of the time. And and when you, when I mean, so I mean, as an offense, you're only scoring. Well, it's like some 15% some, yes, of the time, 15% of the time on, yeah. on any of these 
That is ridiculous. It makes it it makes it so much more difficult for an opponent to. I mean, they feel like points are even coming at a premium to an extent. I mean, already going into it, facing off against Michigan, Penn I mean, State, or Ohio State, but now, I mean, even more so. You got twelve drives in a game. You're going to score maybe on one of those. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and it's not even a touch. It's, it could be just a. Field it could goal. be just a field goal. It could be just a field goal. Um, I mean, so you look at the way also that that Ohio State and Penn State game was was played right through the first quarter. It was each team had one field goal. It was three to three. Right. And then Ohio State got a touchdown in the second quarter and Penn State got a field goal. So it was it was 10 to six at the half Mm -hmm. between two teams that if you look at their offense, their offensive numbers aren't bad. It's it's not like it was Ohio State pl- playing Nebraska's offense, or it was. It, it, that's not the case. Those are two really good offenses. It's just that the defenses are. We talk about the playmakers. Can we say elite in this? Well, we yeah, I, I think so. When we're talking about this, these percentages, yeah. I think so. These are two elite defenses going up against really good offenses. Like you, we talk about the skill positions for not only Penn State but Ohio State all the time. It's the Marvin Harrisons. It's the Mika Bukas. It's the the uh, the Travion Henderson's when healthy. It's the Cade Stover at tight end. I mean, you can go down this list of really talented skill positions, really good offenses, but yet defense continues to travel. So then um, just a couple of the other just rankings. Iowa, for example. I mean, here's what's funny. You know Iowa doesn't have a whole lot of... Uh, offensive drives or that they have a lot of uh, quick offensive drives because their numbers on defensive drives are skyrocketed, Mm -hmm. which makes it even more impressive. Cause I mentioned, so Michigan has had 81 drives on defense. Iowa has 104. There have been 104 possessions for Iowa on defense through, through let's see eight games. So here, here's this. That's funny. So this was this is what makes it even more impressive, to be honest, because it's even a, it's offense. even a, a bigger sample size. Oh yeah, yeah. How bad your offense yeah. is that your defense is having that so, many drives against them, and it's still yeah. Holding so up. seventh in the country in this in this category, seventh in the country through 104 drives, Iowa is forcing a punt, a turnover, or a turnover on downs 76.9 percent of the time. Through a hundred, through a hundred, how about this? So through a hundred and four defensive drives, this Iowa, this Iowa defense, excuse me, is allowing one point zero four points per drive. Through a hundred and four, so you know how we always say Nebraska's defense is on the field too much and they're getting tired and that's why they get. Yeah, there you go. Does Iowa's defense just kind of? Blow that notion out of the water for everybody else's teams. Has to. Like when you're sitting there and you're sitting back and you're like, wow, we would have won this game if the offense would have scored some, obviously scored some more points, but would have stayed on the field. The defense got tired. Yeah. Iowa's defense is always on the field. Always, always on the field. And they're still not allowing points. So um, once again, let's, I mean, before we wrap things up and, and get to Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska here. So. Nebraska, right? Where where does Nebraska rank in this category? Where are they at the and, stop rate? And in total, just to just to kind of provide context here, Nebraska ranks 21st in total defense this year in the in the country. That's 21st. Good. They're they're tied for 21st with uh the University of Miami, Florida. They're both averaging or excuse me, allowing 313 total yards per game. And if you look, they're they're allowing just around 80 yards rushing per contest. And the rest of that's coming from the passing game. 
Um, so that's where these numbers can somewhat get skewed because Nebraska, they allowed a lot of passing yards to like a call the back in the back earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But now going forward, they're not going to be able to shift that number a whole lot to then make it balance out. If that makes sense to where um, rushing is maybe more applicable in the big 10 conference, because that's going to be leaned on yet uh, more so mm-hmm. right. Nebraska's doing it themselves. And I mean, you could even say if this, this team that they're going to be playing up next in Purdue wants to air the ball out, but with how the weather is looking, yeah. uh, it, they probably won't be throwing it a whole bunch. Like they're, they're sort of an air raid offense, mm-hmm. but they've leaned on the run a lot more than probably people have expected them to. Um, and again, with the weather, the way that it's supposed to be here in Lincoln mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday, I, I don't think that they'll be throwing it around that much. So, I mean, once once again, I mean, just for, for additional context here, Nebraska ranks 21st in the country in total defense in stop rate, ranks 36th in the country. Ranks 36th out of 80 drives on mm-hmm. defense. Nebraska has forced a punt, a turnover, or a turnover on downs 68.8% of the time. That's not bad. Which is, which is still, and that's what I'm trying to get at, is there's still notable teams below Nebraska, right? There's North Carolina, who is a top 15 program. Oregon is a top 10 program. Miami is a fringe top 25 team. Uh, you have Oregon State, who's a top 15 team. Kansas State, who was last year's Big 12 title. This kind of makes me upset like, because it's one of those things where... USC. Oh. USC is all the way down at 68th. Yeah. Right? So it gives Nebraska fans like this encouragement of Nebraska's defense is going to consistently play well. And their offense, if they can just somewhat figure out some sort of rhythm, mm-hmm. Nebraska's program could really get rolling this year, w- it feels like. I want to ask you, I want to ask everybody, is that more encouraging or frustrating to you? Because to me, that's frustrating. If Nebraska had a semi-competent offense, yeah. an average offense, how much better would they be? And again, not to say that they'd be undefeated or anything like that, but if your offense was okay yeah, and not... Com- it's not, Usually, complete, it's not you, completely you, inept, but it's it's pretty bad. And and part of it's from the injuries, right? Part of it's injuries, but also like even back at, against Minnesota and Colorado prior to the bulk of these injuries, it's still it, it's never looked smooth. No, it's never looked it's very choppy. Yeah, it's never looked smooth to where we know for a fact what they want to do outside of the quarterback run. You'll get a play here, a play there. You'll you'll get a couple runs from the running back where you're like, okay, this looks really good. Yeah. And then you'll lose. Then you'll go away from it. Then you'll lose five yards, and then you'll decide, you know what? We should pass for the next six plays. So once again, 402-464-5685. Just an interesting, and we can we can update folks on, on where Nebraska stands in that and where other Big Ten programs stand. Minnesota's below Nebraska. They're they're sitting in the 50s. We'll do like a in terms stop of rate, this. We'll do like a stop rate standings every week. Stop rate update. Something like that. that we'll figure it out. But nonetheless, uh, let's take a break. We'll go ahead and uh, be joined by Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska coming up next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 937 The Ticket and the Ticketfm.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.